0: Welcome to Langstaff Online. My name is Michael Da Silva, and I am your host for episode 50. In this episode, we are going to be listening to Brian Joyce, who is beginning a new series with us on spiritual warfare. Believers are always under attack as they seek to go on the offensive with the gospel, but this is what we were called to do. Jesus and the Spirit have equipped us for this unique vocation, so we are not alone. Welcome to today's podcast on spiritual warfare. I have a series of 10 messages and each of them will be under 10 minutes in length. Hopefully, this will give us time to absorb the truth more fully and be challenged in a greater way as we engage in the conflict against evil. Understanding the conflict with evil. The conflict between light and darkness has been waging since Satan tried to usurp the throne of God before time began. As children of light, we are warriors on the front lines of this spiritual battle. Since we live in the physical realm, it is easy to forget the nature of the battle we face every day. The enemy is very strong, and his host of demons are active and persistent. But scripture reminds us that the one who is in us is greater than he, Satan, who is in the world." 1 John 4, 4. A spiritual conflict. Many of us have not been engaged in real physical combat, leaving the comforts of home and country, to engage in armed conflict with an enemy. But God reminds us in his word that we are engaged in, in a spiritual conflict that requires the utmost diligence. To the believers in Corinth, Paul said, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. 2 Corinthians 10.3 And he told the Ephesian believers, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces of evil. Ephesians 6.12 These verses remind us that while we interact daily on a physical level with family, friends, neighbors, work associates, and strangers, we we are also engaged in an unseen battle that rages. We need to give due diligence not to allow ourselves to think that our enemy is anyone but the devil. He would seek to pit us against one another and have us believe that we are each other's enemies. This can easily happen in the home or even in the local church. He would also like to enlist us to do his work, accusing and slandering other believers. May we wisely resist him and live as children of light. Identifying the enemy. Knowing who the enemy is, is vital. Throughout the Bible, we are presented with many names that describe the nature and activity of our enemy. The first mention of him is in Genesis 3 where he is described as the serpent who is more crafty than in, in any other beast of the field. In Revelation, he is described as the, the great dragon, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world, Revelation 12:9. The word devil comes from the Greek verb that means to slander or accuse. In the very next verse, he is called the accuser of our brothers, the one who accuses them day and night before our God. Revelation 12 10. This slanderer who accuses us before our God is also called Satan, which means adversary or enemy, and he truly is an enemy of God and of God's people. Deception is the underpinning of everything Satan does. In speaking to the Jewish leaders, our Lord gives the most comprehensive description of Satan. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies. John 8, 44. Lying and deception are not just what Satan does, they flow from who he is, the deceiver and the father of lies. From these words of our Savior, we know that the devil is pure evil through and through and his purpose is to corrupt the truth. In Genesis 3, we witness Satan's first attack on the human race as he slyly seeks to undermine the character character and purposes of God. With his first words to Eve, did God actually say? Satan causes her to doubt God's truthfulness and goodness. He implies that God has lied to them and is preventing them from enjoying great blessing. Satan shifts her focus from God's prohibition and its consequences to the forbidden pleasures uh, which she will enjoy if she disobeys God. He twists her perspective until sin Looks right, and obedience looks wrong since that first temptation. the enemy's plan was not has not changed. The father of lies still seeks to make sin look good and obedience bad in his hatred of all that is dear and precious to the heart of God, his word, and his people. Satan tries to deceive us and cause us to doubt God's character, his word, and his purposes for us power from above. Not only is Satan working against us, trying to shape us into the mold of this present world, but our own sinful natures are prone to give in to evil. This is why it is so vital to keep our relationship with Christ fresh, vibrant, and real. We must understand that this spiritual war is not between two gods. There is only one God. Satan may be very powerful, but he is not equal to God. We who belong to God are no match for Satan in our own strength, but with the power of God at work within us, we can have victory. This is why Paul exhorts the Ephesian believers, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, Ephesians 6.10. We cannot defeat the devil by human means, intelligence, wisdom, or ingenuity. Our weapons are not of the flesh, but divine, according to 2 Corinthians ten four. Ultimately, Christ has already conquered Satan at the cross. Through his death and glorious resurrection, he has rendered him powerless. It was through death that he was able to destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, Hebrews 2.14 Therefore, it is in Christ that we find our victory as we live out the reality of our salvation being dead to the world and alive in Christ. Peter instructs us, resist him, resist Satan, firm in your faith. 1 Peter 5.9 It is all by faith, believing that Christ achieved the victory over Satan, and living out the victory each day in all the details of our lives, it is my desire that we may find our strength sourced in Christ, that we may draw fresh might from our nearness to him, and that in his power we may render the enemy ineffective in our lives. Thank you for listening. The Lord is with you.